What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Brian K. James, the podcast where I, your host, Brian, interview figures in music, reality TV, and pop culture about their lives, their perspectives, and their platforms. Join me five days a week as I get to know some of my favorite people through their points of view and their journeys to their personal greatness. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. to have this person on the show today. They are an incredibly lyrically introspective recording artist whose song, As You Lay, from his sophomore album, A Pressure Diamond, has lived rent-free in my playlist for days now. And I cannot wait to get to know them better. Ladies, gentlemen, and every gender or lack thereof between, join me in welcoming to the show, Logical Zay. How you doing, brother? Hey, guys. I'm good. I'm great. How are you? I am doing so good. So glad to get you on the pod. Thank you so much for making some I'm time glad for to me be your calendar. On. I'm glad you're here. Thank you so much for taking my call. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. What are you most looking forward to from this year? Um, that is a great question. Um, I feel like the most I'm looking forward to um, this year is basically making connections. Um, I just want to be able to branch out and network and find more people that, you know, would like my type of music that I make. Because I know, you know, not everybody likes it. So, you know, I want to branch out and make more connections. And um, I actually have never performed any of my songs. So um, I'm looking forward to performing um, a couple of songs from my album, a couple of old songs from my older album. Um, yeah, I just want uh, a better experience when it comes to my music, a more, you know, outside in the world type of experience to where, you know, I'm not just locked up in the house, just writing and recording, where I'm actually um, just presenting these songs to the world and presenting my experience to the world. Nice, I love that. Congratulations. Thank you course what are you most looking forward to leaving behind in 2022 um bad habits bad habits like oh my god um i have a lot of those uh procrastination that's part of it um i'm going to definitely leave that behind um i procrastinate a lot like i would have so much done like there would be so much done it would be so many verses done had i not being a procrastinator. Like, I just procrastinate a lot. Um, so we leaving that in 2022. We leaving that back there. I love that. I have to work on that myself. <laughs> I will deflect, deflate. I, I understand. Sometimes <laughs> you just, you just don't want to do it at that moment. 
I'm telling you, and child, protecting your peace has become a little bit too easy, child. Sometimes it's okay. a little bit too far left. Ooh. But for the people who don't know, tell my audience who is Logical Zay. Um, it's a great question. Logical Zay is a very down-to-earth, um, introspective type of person. Um, I'm one of those people, you can come to me and talk to me about anything, um, and I'm gonna listen. And usually I pull from other people's experiences in life and my own to create my music. So whatever I see the world going through, or, or let's say I have a friend that's going through something, um, I would write about it and you know I implement that into my music. They're going through something, a struggle or something. And if they're okay with it, I'll write about it and put it in my music anonymously. You know, it's just, I, I pull in all perspectives from the world and all experiences and try to implement that into my music um so you know there's there's a relatability in it there's a sense of soul there's a sense of okay like he's trying to give off the experience of these people and put it in his music so other people can see that are going through the same thing um on the side note of that the cocky or i would say you know the confident side of me when it comes to rapping i am a very hard um lyrical <laughs> conscious rapper um when it comes to my pen i really i don't see a lot of people touching it i don't see a lot of people really getting on that exact pedestal that i put myself um i just i don't see it only because i the way that i write i usually pull in all of these experiences from other people and people usually look at just themselves but it's easier to write and and to come from different perspectives when you know what's going on in other people's lives mm -hmm. that makes perfect sense um i can't wait to dive deeper into your own personal music experience but i do want to mm -hmm. dive back a little bit when did you discover music? Um, it's a great question. Um, I I feel like when did I discover music, or when did I start like writing and recording? One step at a time. Okay, 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 okay. Because we'll um, because trust me, we'll get into all of that. I think <laughs> what I want to know first is when did you discover that you have a love for music? When did you discover, like, when did music come into your life as something that was, that started to become a constant for you? All right. Um, I feel like music started to, like, when it really hit me, I feel like I was 12 years old and I was listening, I forgot what I was listening. I was listening to over, overly dedicated um by Kendrick Lamar or I think that's what it's called but I was listening to that and I feel like it what he was saying was really hitting me in in the way to where I was like oh my god like I I want to be able to do this I want to be able to impact and and make music this same way that they are like and 
I feel like that's when music really started hitting. Also, I, I can't forget like people like Nicki. Um, oh my God, like listening to a Nicki album, that made me just like, let me get up and make something. Let me get up. Like, I love music. Like it's really, it's, it's an escape away from reality or the things that I see every day. It's such a escape to just sit in your room and put on some headphones and just zone out. So I feel like I I got into that a little more because there, there were things going on in my life around that time that I could just listen to music and escape from all of it. Nice. Now, take that energy and talk to me about when you discovered your voice. Um, I feel like 2020. Um, 2020 was a, a turbulent year for a lot of us. Um, it just, it framed a lot of things, um, to where my, my, how can I say this? My life was not the same after 2020. Um, I would not be rapping if it wasn't for 2020. 2020 is where I found out that I did, that I could, you know, record and actually write and rap and 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 do the things that I saw so many others doing that were just like me um and that you know I praised for doing and that I you know that's when I found out like Zay you can actually do this like this is crazy and you have the the you have the passion to do this so I think 2020 is just where I found my voice and I found out what I wanted to talk about specifically in rap and what I wanted to do in rap and music in general. I love that. That That's incredible. I think, you know, the more that I interview people, the more that I hear how much 2020 impacted people. It was kind of like a reset for a lot of people's mm-hmm. lives and a restructuring and a refocus. And the only time that I really kind of heard people speak about things like that was like when like when a hurricane cut Katrina happened or when 9 yeah, happened. Like it's always some some huge event that happens that that like I guess it turns everybody's world upside down. Mm-hmm. And I think that COVID and the and the, and the pandemic definitely that was the first time I felt that mm-hmm. where I felt like my life had been changed by a world event I think that was the first time that I had truly felt it because I have you know grown up during 9-11 grown up during yeah um d- during the hurricanes and all of that stuff but they weren't directly affecting me I think it was the first time that I had ever seen something like that directly because it was so global and so massive yeah it was huge and but even as huge as it was it was right there in our own backyard mm-hmm. in our own neighborhood in our own home so and we were like seeing this go on in modern time like seeing all of this happen like in front of our face like that's crazy yeah, yeah for me it made me think about what the people were going through when when the HIV AIDS crisis started mm-hmm 
and how people were reacting to that where it's like it's this fresh disease no one knows anything nobody about knows anything for. everybody's panicking people are dying left and right it's spreading like well inappropriate terms a virus so <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy. It's just, it's just crazy, but yeah, I totally relate to that. Um, how did you land on your stage name? Um, that is actually I love I like talking about this. Okay, so mm-hmm. um, my my original okay, so my original Instagram was called I think it was like Logical Something. But I never put my full name into it. Um, but I remember in 2020, like, uh, again, here we go with the 2020. I remember in 2020, I was listening to um, Logic's last, quote-unquote, last um, studio album. You know, that was supposed to be cohesive. It's called No Pressure. Um, mm-hmm. And I was so inspired by it. But I was like, okay, I want to do a play off of his name because I, I'm so inspired by his album and this album has shaped up a lot for me for 2020 so I want to do a play off of his name so um, I decided to put it as Logical Zay and the meaning of that is everything that I say in my music, my raps, anything that I say is going to have a logic Nothing is going to to not mean something. Nothing is not going to match up. If one plus one is is two, then it's gonna be that. It's gonna be that. So, you know, I I try to make sure everything that I say in my rap, I try to stand on my name now and make sure everything that I say in my raps means something for, or it's actually that. Like the logic is there. So, you know, everything that I'm gonna say. It's going to be exactly that. You can fact check it. Can you describe the moment that you knew that you were talented? Um, I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever like completely knew. I feel like it was like, it was over a course of, of time to where I would do something here and I would do something there and I would be like oh Zay you sound good right here but it's it wasn't like a complete moment until I feel like until I dropped my first album um it's called Irrevocable when I dropped my first album um I feel like that's when I found out like I really do this like I'm I'm really talented and the way I was able to to complete it and make an album so cohesive um, that not a lot of people have done in my community in a way that not a lot of people have done in my community it was it was refreshing to me and I said well Zay you have the ability to make something that touches people but at the same time it's it it doesn't come off preachy it doesn't come off as if i'm i'm telling them what they need to do i'm just giving them a perspective on the things that are happening around them so i feel like that's when i found i i really figured that you know like zay like you really you do this like and don't you let nobody ever tell you you can't period what do you think is one song of yours that would allow my audience to instantly get to know you? 
um, highly anticipated. Um, I feel like highly anticipated is one of those songs. It, it doesn't tell, it doesn't entail a lot of everything, but but it sums up a, a lot that goes on in my mind now and um, has been going on in my mind for the past year. Um, I feel like Highly Anticipated is one of those songs where you sit back and, and you realize like, dang, like, like Zay is really giving us like, not his li whole life story, but he's giving us a window or like a peek into his life and, and the things that he's been through and the things that he's done to get in the place that he is right now. So I feel like if, if you want to get to know me, um, Highly Anticipated is a good song. Like if any song, if any song in my discography is going to be Highly Anticipated. I love that. What was your first 16 about? I'm not gonna lie. I could have, I, I swear it was about killing bitches. It, it was about oh. killing bitches. It was about me being on a bitch neck and not letting up. Um, I think I was dissing somebody actually. I was dissing somebody in my hometown. Um, we had beef in high school. Um, you said what? I, I said, you said, I think I was. I, I think I was dissing. So, um, I think I was sending a diss to, to to somebody in the song, and I was like, "You don't say." <laughs> yes, like I think I was dissing them. Like, oh my god, like it. But it it just goes to show, like I came from a, a long a long way. Um, but yeah, I think my first sixteen was about I was dissing the fuck out of somebody. I was dissing them bad. <laughs> Well, shout out to them. Shout out to them, because we cool now. We cool now. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we cool now. What's the realest thing you've written so far? Um, so I have this song called Diamond Poetry, um, where I touch on a little about um, my mother, and how I don't really have a emotional connection with her right now. And, you know, sometimes where I've sat in my room and um, been on the phone with my friends and just wrote with them and I really didn't have much to eat. Like, like eating was literally me writing. Like that would be what I was intaking for a, a few days. It was. It, I go into things like that um, in Diamond Poetry. Um, I feel like Diamond Poetry is the realest thing that um, I've written. And that's just me. It's stripped back. It's like a very mellow, chill type of beat. That's just me just getting on the beat, just riding. Didn't really have, uh, you know, it wasn't much aggression. I was just like, okay, let me sit back and let me let y'all understand what's been going on in my life and um you know i feel like i i did that that's awesome talk to me about growing up and knowing that music was your thing and 
if you could determine the ratio of mm-hmm. your dreams being nurtured growing up and you having to be your own cheerleader, what would that look like? Okay, hold on. So say, I, oh, this sounds juicy. Say that first part again. I was saying, um, just going back to your childhood and thinking about your dreams growing up and knowing that music mm-hmm. was your thing. Talk to me about the ratio of your dreams being nurtured growing up and you having to be your own cheerleader and what that kind of looks like for you. Um. Okay, so I would say it was really slim to none. Um, it kind of still, it still gives off that vibe. Um, even though I, I've showed my family like plenty of things, it still gives off that that slim to none type vibe. Um, I feel like what, my family is a very conservative fam, family or whatever. Um, you know, go to church, it's the gospel, you know, that type of thing. So when when you get, when you try to talk to them about secular music or, or anything that, you know, is is not of God or or even, let's not even say that, let's say, you decide let's say i decided i wanted to make gospel music they would still tell me you know that's a slim to nine chance and i feel like um my family is one of those families they they support um traditional means of you know growing up and be and getting money and and becoming successful they support those traditional values you know you know trying to know go to school and work a work a job that you know pays well that's in your field that you go to school for that type of thing so it you know when you deviate from that lane whenever you deviate from that lane it's like oh what is he trying to do he's trying to rebel against us what is he trying to do and they don't understand that like i'm my own person and i have my own life to figure out in my own lanes to be in and you know what y'all did and what y'all are doing is not going to work out for me necessarily hey i might even know what i'm doing i might know exactly what i'm doing when it comes to you know going to school and trying to get a traditional job but that doesn't mean i want to do that so um i feel it wasn't nurtured um at all i feel like it was just slim to none like it was they way or the highway like you was either gonna do this or you was gonna there was gonna be a consequence um but i feel like i've started to break those chains just a little bit um they aren't completely you know broken but i feel like i kind of slacked them a little bit kind of yanked them a little bit so i feel like we get it somewhere with that Nice. Very nice. So, what does the day look like when you will feel like you've made it as an artist? Um, <laughs> the day will be when I'm finally able to say that there is, there are people that are impacted by my music. There are huge amounts of people that are impacted by my music. Um, and and I would say it has nothing to do with money to me. 
um shit it has nothing to do with with meeting celebrities it has nothing to do with meeting my favorite rappers or any of that it's just me knowing that a a a conglomerate of people are impacted by my music and listen to it and understand me and are able to relate to it themselves that's when i'll know i've made it as an artist describe to my listeners how your music feels um i would say in these day and times <laughs> i would say it feels like a breath of fresh air like um like i'm just sitting down um having a very intellectual conversation with a colleague um it feels like that it, sometimes my music can be chill and laid back sometimes sometimes it can be aggressive if i really want you to know something sometimes i can come off as a as a stern parent but playful and you know when it when i'm not stern sometimes i can come off like that um but i i feel like my my music is definitely um a breath of fresh air i love that i love i love that thought process <laughs> who are your top five um like top five like uh like overall or like like top five underground or top five um, um i'll let you choose you can either well i always just say give me your your um top five based on your own criteria so whatever uh-huh. feels most natural to you so if you feel like giving me your top five mainstream and your top five underground top five overall whatever feels mm-hmm. most immediate for you okay um i think i'm gonna do underground um okay so first would be um first would be boy barbie um mm. i feel like she has so much potential that is yet to be unlocked um and she's done so much for the community she's been here before me before a lot of people um and has broken in a few doors whether people you know like to acknowledge that or not um yeah i feel like she she's my number one um two juju and an amazing artist just a triple quadruple threat like uh, amazing amazing artist that i don't i i have no words for the the things that he puts together i just have no words for it like the speechless um third um oh who am i giving third i would give third mm, i would give third to jaylene um okay. i feel like jaylene has um ushered me or ushered a lot of us into um the 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 underground community a little bit more and made it you know made us able to to communicate and network with more people and i i love his music i love his lyrics i love his delivery i love everything about him um yeah jay jayling is my third um hmm or 
fourth and fifth. Oh my god, this is gonna be uh um I'm gonna say I'm gonna say tell it. Um tell it tell it tell it don't be thinking I I, I noticed him but I was staying in the background I was staying in the background with tell it just because I was so like nervous to even try to attempt to talk to tell it about anything but tell Mm -hmm. it I promise you I noticed you and I see what you and things that you are doing for us it is amazing and I love that bitch delivery. I love like and that bitch bars. When we talking about bars, when we are talking about bars, oh my god, that that bitch gives. She gives. Um, fifth. Um, who would I give fifth? Hmm. Oh, I would give fifth. I would give fifth. Oh my god, I can't stay on this too long. Um, <laughs> I would give fifth to I would give fifth to Canary Black. Okay. Um, and the reason why I am doing this is because her mind when it comes to constructing music and and concepts and and the meaning of the music like deeper meaning into the music is amazing it's amazing um i can't wait to for everybody to hear the new things that she has coming out and like her i i don't i shouldn't say well i'm not gonna say because pr train um but i can't wait for everybody to hear the new things that she has coming out um she's an amazing artist and the the meaning within her music it shows not bad shout out to all of y'all shout out because your entire top five has either been on the show or is coming on the show soon so shout okay. out to all of y'all <laughs> very that I actually love all of those, right? All, all, all of those artists. So that's a good top five. I love all of them. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the current state of hip hop? Um, broken, <laughs> broken, <laughs> broken. Oh my god, it's so <laughs> broken. It is so broken. Um, I just. It is. It feels like sometimes there's no way to fix it. Like it's broken beyond repair. Um, it it seems as if rap has become completely a popularity in fashion show. Um, it's a popularity contest in a fashion show. Um, it, in which I get the fashion part, but it's like, oh my god, you guys, like, can we focus on people's actual quality of music and talent without? having to to critique their their looks and their wardrobe and you know their aesthetic because that's not what rap is about that that never rap has never been about that hip-hop has never been about that i mean yes that that encompasses it but it's always been about more than that so i feel like rap and hip-hop has really become um it's really become a popularity contest like and it's 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 broken like horribly I agree with that. 
What do you think rap is missing right now? Um, <laughs> that is a great question. I think rap is missing actual gay rappers. Um, actual gay rappers. Um, I think we have a lot of a lot of hype gay rappers and a lot of um a lot of for show gay rappers a lot of gay rappers that are like for display you know that people just like to put on display because you know they either look good or they come coming you know with a gimmick or something so um so i feel like hip-hop is missing actual gay rappers people that can stand with with people like J. Cole and 21 Savage and Drake and Kendrick and and Lil Wayne and Nicki, people that can stand with these people. Um, I think that's what we we missing. And I thought, you know, we were gonna get that, but it seems like it's it's harder for the ones that actually rap to break into the scene and to, you know, bust that seal open. It seems like it's so much harder for us because we're seen as we're seen as you know inferior to the people that are actually inferior to us yeah pretty much <laughs> back to that popularity contest back to that aesthetic being you know the focus mm-hmm. over actual talent and all of that that just you know comes back into play even down to our sector of hip hop. Yeah. You've heard of the game This or That, right? Mm-hmm. Do you want to play with me? Of course. Yay. Okay. Buy jewelry or buy property? Property. Get your body done or stay natural? Definitely stay natural. I cannot be botched. <laughs> I cannot be botched. <laughs> sign to a label or stay indie um stay indie I feel like um I feel like a label would it would just be too much R&B having to pay back in advance and all that I would rather I want to keep all my residuals give me all my masters give me everything I'm owned I love that lyricism or talking shit lyricism get a rapper for the feature or get a singer um rapper if it's a rap song i'm getting a rapper if it's r&b sometimes i might get a rapper to do that too because i don't know (laughs) but um i would say you know rapper okay being a group or stay a solo artist solo okay go on tour or have a residency mm, I would love to go on tour I would say I would say go on tour I would say go on tour nice. sexy video or serious video serious video win a Grammy or win a BET award Oh, oh my God! You hit me with this one. Now, <laughs> oh, okay. I want to talk about this one because it's like, okay, B- to a BET award, right? I feel like 
in hip hop, in the black community, I feel like that's a great feat. I feel like that's something amazing. And I feel like it means more to the black community. But, you know, BET lately has been kind of little racist. So I don't know. So, I mean, so is the Grammys has been on the same thing, I feel like. Um, but I feel like Grammy, only because I feel like, you know, BET has declined when it comes to presenting the black community a little bit better. Um, yeah. Even though the, the Grammys don't do that at all either. I mean, at least the Grammys is, you know, a little bit more of a stature higher than the BET award. So I would say Grammys. Okay. Have a feature on your first single or, or release it as a solo song? Solo song. Um, I feel like features as the first single, it would take away from you yourself and it would get everybody else to just look at the feature and you know look at what they're doing like the fo the focus should be on you because you are you know this is your single and it is you first popping out into the universe so you know you have to do your big one i agree would you rather do a mixtape with all original music or an old school jacket for beats tape Old school. Um, uh, you might not know, but I'm definitely an old school girl. I I will take it back. I will take it back. I will take it back on. But yeah, old school. Love that. Release a full album or release an EP? Full album. I feel like it's more of a experience when you release an album. Um. I don't, I, I mean, I understand EPs, but I feel like an album gives you more perspective and experience on, on what's going on in this project overall. Absolutely. Release a turn up song or for the first single or release an emotional song for the first single? I'm known for releasing an emotional song for the first single. I am known for that, so emotional song. Period. How close are you to being done with the highly anticipated album? Um, because I just happened to catch that, you know, just listening to a bar in your music, and I was like, <laughs> oh, well, let me ask him about that since you say you almost well, I'm done with, I'm done with one of them. Um. And it, one of them is already out right now. It's called um, A Pressure Diamond. Um, that was the first thing I was talking about, but there's also um, a second album that I'm working on. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm a quarter of the way there. Um, it's just a lot that I'm trying to encompass and understand about myself before I move on with the project. Um, Cause I feel like this project is going to, it's going to be about self, but it's also, also going to be about um, my faults and my wrongs and, you know, some, some things that I haven't always done correct, you know, holding myself accountable for problems that I may have caused in the past. Um, 
So that's what I'm I'm having a little trouble trying to look inside myself and, and understand these things. So I feel like it's a quarter of the way done. Okay. Hey. Is there anything else that you're working on that we should be looking forward to outside of that project? Um I, so I feel like I'm not gonna like, you know, confirm, confirm anything. Um, okay. but I will be dropping a single pretty soon. Um, you guys be on the lookout for that. I will be dropping a single pretty soon. Um, this is going to be my first single back on the scene since um, since the Pressure Diamond, which I dropped that in October. So this is going to be my first single back on the scene. So you guys look out for that. Um, yeah. Love that. Okay. Okay. Nice. If you could remake a classic record, what would it be and why? Hmm. Um. If I could remake a classic, I would remake um, "Good Kid, Mad City" by Kendrick Lamar. Um, Love. I would remake that. Um, cause I feel like it's so nostalgic from where I was, um, at the time this came out and, um, me listening to it, it's so nostalgic, it's a very nostalgic album and going back and listening to it today, I, it, it really sets in and encompasses, um, a lot of what was happening, um, in Compton at the time of when Kendrick was, you know, when Ke- when Kendrick was growing up or whatever. So I feel like I would be able to reinvent that and tell my story of what happened in Birmingham as growing up in Birmingham in the same way that he did when he told his story, um, his coming of age story. Um, so I feel like I would, yeah, good kid, Mad City. Absolutely love that album. That's awesome. Now, if a touring company came and dropped a bag on you right now to put together Mm -hmm. your dream tour, and you could take any of the artists out on the road with you that you could get on the phone, Mm -hmm. who are you making that call to? All right. Um... I'm calling Boy Barbie. I'm calling Period. Juju Andy. Canary Black. Telid. And Hmm. I feel like I'd call I call Jay Bully. I call Jay Bully. Y'all don't know. We probably don't know who that is, but I would call Jay Bully. Okay. I love that. In your opinion, what makes a perfect song? Um. Hmm. Oh my God. Um. What makes a perfect song? Hmm. 
I feel like um, what makes a perfect song in the moment, I'm going to say in the moment, in the moment. Um, sure. What makes a perfect song is me being able to, I feel like, just relate to what's, what's being said and what's going on in the song. Um, I feel like there should be certain production things that help me um, e that evoke the emotion that that I feel right in that moment because usually when I listen to music I'm listening to it because I feel a certain way in that exact moment so I feel like whatever makes a perfect song is what I'm feeling in that moment so the perfect song could be you know a rare something that that could be to something totally trash to somebody else but it can evoke a feeling and an emotion that I'm feeling within that moment that makes it perfect so I feel like it it just all depends on the mood and the vibe and the moment that you're in is what makes a song perfect in that moment okay I love that approach to that that's dope mm-hmm how were your music changed the industry? Say it again. How will your music change the industry? All right. Um, I feel like my music would change the industry by allowing people to be more, be more, what's the word I'm looking for? Be more open to express their emotions on on songs and and be more open to you know you know stripping things down and just understanding you for a second um i feel like we're in we're in the era of you know popping shit and you know you know i feel like we're in the hype popping shit era like i'm gonna talk my shit on this track i'm gonna say what i but I feel like it's rare that we come down from that that we come down to earth and, and understand that we're all human and that we all go through these same things we all have some of these same experiences and when we are able to share and talk about those experiences it leads to more growth it leads to us not always having you know discord about something that's just so you know, trivial or random. I feel like when we're able to speak about those things, especially in music, it can get us somewhere. Um, but I feel like that's what my music would do. It will allow people to be more vulnerable in their music and allow people to express emotion and and also show soul and show some sense of I care. 10 million percent. I think that's the hope. Um, what do you think you fear more? Success or failure? Hmm. Failure. Um, I feel like I feel I fear failure more than success um but that can also say i i fear to succeed um i i fear that 
there could be a point to where I I am succeeding and then I could just completely just fall off of the face of the earth. Like everything could fail. Um, I think I'm afraid to fail only because I think it's it's so easy to to fail, but it's so hard to just get back up and try it again after that attempt didn't work. It's so easy to just fall from grace like that, but it's so hard to just get back up on that. So I fear failing. I think I fear failing. I totally understand that. Now, what about life or death? Which one do you fear most? Um, I don't want to say the question is, it's not a trick question. It's not. Oh, um, definitely. It's not a death. trick question, but it's definitely supposed to make you think. Yeah. It, oh, it definitely made me think. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> death, I think I fear death. Um, and it's only because, um, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat a Christian. Um, I, I don't like to speak on religion, but I'm somewhat a Christian. So I do believe in a God, um, but I I don't know where exactly, you know, we, we're all going after death. It's the unknown thing, you know, you don't really know what is gonna happen after that. So I think it's just, I fear the unknown. I fear what, what could happen or what should happen. Um, I think that's what it is about death. I, I don't even fear the way I'm gonna die. I fear the after effect, like what's gonna happen after? Like, where do we go from here <laughs> type thing? That totally makes sense though, I get that. Do you think you found yourself yet? Um, I think I've found pieces of myself. Um, and when I say that, I feel like somewhere in my life, um, I feel like I'm, I'm gonna use this as an analogy. I feel like somebody kind of just dropped me like, like a mirror, like I'm a mirror and I just got dropped. And pieces are like spread out everywhere. And I'm finding each piece as I go, but you know, I have to traverse, I have to go on a journey to find these pieces and put myself back together to completely, you know, see myself and find myself. So basically, I mean, I, I think I'm finding the pieces very well, but I still, you know, I feel like a broken mirror that's, you know, scattered in different places. I love that analogy. I really love that analogy. That's a great example. What does the person that you found today tell yourself in retrospect? What does the person that you've become in this moment in into 2023 so far tell your younger self? Um hmm. <laughs> I would definitely tell myself um don't rush don't rush anything um just chill 
it's going to come. I promise you, it's going to come. Do not rush things. Do not be so avid about getting something or doing something. Don't rush. Just just let things flow. Let things be as they are. Everything is going to come in line. Um, I would also tell myself not to worry so much, and I still tell myself that. Um, just worrying, like I'm a very like anxiety induced person, but it was worse when I was younger. Um, but I would definitely tell myself, you know, calm down, baby. You don't have to worry that much. Like you always trying to rush to do something and trying to make sure something is perfect and trying to make sure this item is here and this is placed perfect. This calm down slow down don't rush stop worrying about things that you don't need to worry about don't worry about something also that you can't control that you can't necessarily do anything about at that moment you can't worry about it because it's gonna drive you crazy because i mean what can you do about it you can't do it just live in the moment very true what about you um I think for me, what I would tell my younger self is to believe in yourself more than anyone else ever could and to not mm-hmm. wait for the validation of others to solidify that belief in yourself. Just go with the fact that you know that you're talented and yeah. believe in the fact that you've always been a self-starter, believe in the fact that you've always known how to propel yourself towards where you want to mm-hmm. go and don't let the fact that other people may not believe in you or your vision stop you from going for it i think that that that's also a big part of why i i kind of been you know i was holding myself back because i let other people you know dictate what i was gonna do or or I let how other people feel about a certain thing that I was gonna do dis- dictate whether I continue to go on this journey or not. When in reality, hey, you're talented. Like you can't you can't let people dictate wh- where you go and how you do things and how far your success can be. I love that. What keeps you up at night? Um, I would say what keeps me up at night is wanting more, um, just wanting more for myself. Um, that always keeps me up at night. Like, you know, I'm, I'm very, I'm very contempt and I'm very grateful for what I have now. Um, cause I know not everybody has it, but I feel like what keeps me up is just wanting more and knowing that I can do more and knowing that I can I can become more. That's what keeps me up. That's what keeps me like, oh my God, like you have to do more than this. You, you I, There's more that you can do than this. There's something that you can do more than this. So um, yeah, that's what keeps me up tonight. Just wanting more for myself. I totally relate to that. How do you think you want to be remembered overall? Um, I feel like I want to be remembered as someone who loves to help people, somebody that 
that loves people in general. Um, I I don't I'm not much of a, a extrovert, but I definitely I love people. I love to understand people, and I just want to be remembered as that person that was able to help people, help my generation, help my community. Um, the person that was always seen trying to help and trying to do better and trying to be better for my community and for the world in general. Um, that's how I want to be remembered. Is there anything that you'd like to share with my audience and I that I didn't cover in our conversation today? Um, other than like I'm extremely nervous. Um, I and Why I almost had nervous? an anxiety. I almost had an anxiety attack. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Oh, I'm what? on this show. I'm on this show. Oh my god! Okay, okay. Let me pull it together. <laughs> let me put. I've been I've been pulling it together um but yeah I, I was extremely nervous coming on here I'm not gonna lie um but you made it like very 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 easy to talk to you about these topics and and about all of this in general I really appreciate that uh you're making me nervous because I'm like <laughs> why why are you nervous? <laughs> like, what? What is? You have to understand. Well, what is going on? Well, you like, have what? to understand. Like, yo, you have. Uh, or to me, well, I say I think this is just in general. This isn't a to me type thing. Um, you have a platform, and you're allowing me to come on my on your platform and express myself and tell it to your audience and i'm just like oh this is the this is amazing to me you don't understand i appreciate that thank you so much i, think, I appreciate you well it means a lot um I, 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 I think that that's part of you know me keeping myself humble is like i really don't um i don't really know what my show is doing out there in the ethos. Mm -hmm. Like I check my analytics and I see that there are people listening. I see that I'm in 25 countries. I see that I'm in 40 <laughs> of the lower 48 states. Like I see that, like I check that type of stuff. Thank you to all the people that listen across the country and across the world. Love all y'all. Mm -hmm. But um, but I guess I just don't think about it as like being a big deal. Um, I guess just because I haven't reached my personal goals yet or because I just don't see it as a big show like I see it as you know a good show I definitely mm -hmm. see it as a great show I see it as you know I'm doing something great but I guess I just don't know yet that that like there are other people that are tapping into that so to hear that from you is like there there is like that means a lot a lot of power within within this show and I think you'll come to understand that um like once you once you start looking back on things and you start be like you're gonna be like oh wow this show this show has a lot of power which you I'm I'm just gonna say that like it's this is amazing this is amazing thank you so much love that really means a lot thank you so much you're welcome oh okay because I've I've lived <laughs> I'm not gonna get yeah 
y'all not gonna give me again. My ass been saying on the show <laughs> since the very beginning that nobody is gonna make me cry on my own damn show. <laughs> Somebody finally broke me the other day and I'm still not over it. <laughs> Somebody broke me the other day and I'm still mad about it, but it was a great episode. I can't wait for y'all to hear it. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> it, uh, huh. anyway, now before I release you back into the wild, mm-hmm. What is next for you and where can we find you and everything that you want to promote? Um, I think what is next for me, um, I'm going to be more than likely I'm going to drop this single that I was talking about. Um, and I just want everybody to take this in, you know, because I haven't released anything in a while. I want everybody to take this in you know, breathe it in, breathe it out, and understand what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, this this single is next. Um, and I'm also going to be going to Atlanta um, very soon to do some things there. Um, so yeah, that's what's next for me. Um, and you guys can find me um, on everything at Logical Zay, L-O-G-I-C-A-L-Z-A-E. Love that. Love that. Congratulations on all the things that you have coming up. I look forward to the new single. I look forward to the new album. I look forward to all the things you have coming up in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And yeah, keep growing, keep being amazing. I really appreciate you for having me on the show like you don't understand <laughs> I appreciate you of course come back anytime you're a friend of the show now so whenever you got new shit going on new 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 projects dropping new things oh well, on, I will definitely be showing my face I will definitely be showing my face well absolutely now you know how to get in touch with me I'm real easy to find so hit me mm-hmm. up anytime and I'm sure I'll be in touch in the mean in between so we'll be talking now on that note children that has been our show I appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in to help me to facilitate these conversations and I want to extend a special 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 thank you to my guest Logical Zay for blessing the pod thank you again for being here bro thank you thank you thank you I really appreciate it of course like I said come back anytime Now, before I excuse all of you, I want to remind every single one of you guys, like I do every episode, to be real, stay in reality, and always, always bring the realness. Okay. I am Brian K. James. (laughs) I am Brian K. James. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, I love every single one of you guys from the bottom of my green heart. Keep the mess in the message and misbehave yourselves. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everybody? 
Brian K. James here, and I'm so excited to let you know that this podcast is being brought to you in part by Outlander Media Network. Outlander's mission is to bring you the most exclusive alternative content from across the web, from the farthest reaches invading your space. We appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in and never want you to forget to embrace your inner Outlander. I am Brian K. James, and this is Real Reality Realness.